0: A college football experience, North Carolina Tar Heels, 2022 season preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, presented by Winbet. Bet fifty dollars at Winbet and get 200 dollars in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with Winbet. Head over to sports gambling podcast.com slash winbet. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bets today. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. Yes, IP Vanish is the official VPN of SGPN, and they're offered 70% off if you go to slash SGP. That's slash SGP. We're also brought to you by SGPN Discord. Yes, make sure to check out our new Discord server. It's the perfect place to interact and sweat out bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to slash Discord. Yes! Yes! Woo! Welcome! Welcome to the college football experience, North Carolina Tar Heels season preview. My name is Colby Swinging to Base Dan, A.K.A. Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows. Double the price, but no one touches Dundee. <laughs> oh, Tar Heel football high expectations a year ago. Well, me and uh, my co-host here, we locked up the under and cashed in on that thing. Uh, I am joined by my co-host, the ACC guru himself. Give it up for rooftop by PA drinking, home brew, making tobacco road, living. The free lock given former, former Herndon Basketball League MVP, giving up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. What's going on, man? Just talking tar heel hoops and sports and football. I mean, wait, for tar heel hoops, subscribe to the college basketball experience <laughs> because they are loaded. Just got Pete Nance, son of Larry Nance transferring in. Uh, you know, NC Knicks here's a Duke fan, so I got to preface it this episode.
1: Uh, oh, all the UNC fans listening to this are like going like, are you serious? You brought in a Duke fan to talk UNC? <laughs> look, I'll try to be fair. I think I'm a pretty fair and, well, I'm biased, but I, I try to be fair. And look, UNC basketball is freaking loaded again. I'm very nervous about that coming so, up. Uh, so subscribe.
0: Yeah. So subscribe to the college basketball experience. But this is college football talk. And uh, look, disappointing season six and seven, uh, just three and five in conference. We locked it up. The win total was at nine and a half and we were all over the under that thing cashed. And, uh, but I heard, I just heard Mac Brown talk at ACC media day. He goes, we were overrated last year. There's no if, ands or buts about it, but he goes, I also think we're underrated this year. So if you look back at 2020 eight and four season, you look back at 19 when they were projected to be pretty bad, seven and six, they were way ahead of schedule. Then I think uh UNC might be a little bit better than what we're thinking just because, okay, last season didn't go their way. You know what I mean? But, but they've been recruiting at a really high level. You look back at last season, seven point loss at Virginia tech in a game that that we were on the right side of. Um, a crazy loss to to Georgia Tech and Florida State which I still don't understand what the hell happened there those were baffling yeah baffling. 10 10 point loss in South Bend overtime no owned them lately overtime loss at Pitt who won the ACC that was a tough one 4 point loss at NC State they got to get it together
1: but, and you got to mention the bowl game lost to South Carolina too I, I know the Tower Heels aren't going to like to hear that but that well, was they had a bunch of players sit out though
0: right I mean that's always the bowl
1: game how played yeah. how wanted to play I give him credit too I I, I like how um but it's still disappointing but you're right it's a bowl game uh, basically a meaningless exhibition
0: so what do you make right now of Mac Brown you know he's in his 70s he's sitting there saying and I my ass I can I can <laughs> do this. You know,
1: trans- I would say 21 and 17 in 3 years is not what people were expecting, but you have to realize how bad UNC was before he took over. I was
0: about to say, I was like I think he's actually kind of done better, better than what time. I was expected.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess it all comes back down to last year because expectations were so high. I mean, it was Halfer Heisman, it was a potential sleeper team for the playoffs and, you know, week 1 against at NC State that yeah. You know, not only did they lose, but they just, well, they got beat by a very average to bad Hokie team. And that game was just ugly. They just did yeah. not look good, <laughs> you know? So I think that's kind of the bad taste in people's mouths, but Mac Brown is recruiting. Excellent. Uh, the he's bringing more talent into UNC in a long time. And, uh, you know what, maybe you're right. Maybe it's better to fly under the radar this season where people aren't expecting too much. Maybe you can sneak up on some teams maybe they can get that defense to play a little bit better than a season ago. Uh, and then who knows, you know, maybe they can have a better year. Yeah. 2021.
0: Well, let's hop into it because Phil Longo is back at offensive coordinator. I'm a big believer that he is one of the best offensive coordinators in, in, in football. They had the number 10 offense a year ago, 19th in scoring offense, 18th in rush offense, 42nd in pass offense, charting at 10th overall. Look, Phil Longo was the OC for Hugh freeze at Ole Miss when he was giving Nick Saban, all those fits. This guy is legit, in my opinion, at running an offense. Um, I'm actually surprised he's not a head coach. I yeah. really am, because I thought he would be a head coach by now. Uh, they lose Sam Hal. But here's the good thing. Drake May and Jacoby Criswell got some burn last season. So So Jacoby Criswell, the
1: only burn he got is in that second to last week against Wofford. when when Hal when uh Hal sat out. So okay, he got a little bit of burn and, and Drake May by the way, brother of Luke may, as some people might know, Luke may from the basketball program a few years ago. And yeah, I think he had been, what, didn't he have a game winner? Uh, deep I in the so. NCAA tournament. Yeah, I think yeah, so. I Was it against Kentucky? I want to say, I don't know. I forget, but, um, uh, yeah, so yeah, the, both guys are very inexperienced. I know you're kind of high on them. They're talented. Uh, Drake may, I think is like six, five or something. Criswell, a little bit more athletic. Uh, and they got the freshman Connor, uh, Harrell as well. But yeah, Sam, how big shoes to fill?
0: Well, I mean, Chriswell completed just around the same percentage y- completion percentage. I mean, how was sixty-two and a half? I know it was a small sample size, but it's sixty-one point nine, at around the same average, eight point five yards of completion as compared to eight eight point eight. You know, I, I I think this offense but is going to be fine. Now that once again, that was against Lawford. True. Okay, okay, well, Drake, Drake May completed 70% of his passes. <laughs> so uh I mean well,
1: both of those quarterbacks got play. You know, so in that game against Wofford. Chris Well went eleven of nineteen for one twenty five. May went seven of nine for eighty nine and a touchdown. That might have been the only burn they got all year.
0: Fair enough. Uh, but I'm uh, look, Ty Chandler's gone at running back, but fifth year super senior British Brooks is back. You know, he averaged nine point five yards a rush last year. Hey, Hey, how about you get
1: him the ball? (laughs) Well, look, I mean, two years ago, it was, it was Michael Carter, Javante Williams, and then they got the Tennessee transfer, Todd Chandler. So they, they've been able to reload at running back quickly. Uh, And this British Brooks has sat around a long time. Is he as talented as those three guys I just mentioned? I I find that hard to believe. I think he would have seen a little bit more carries. If so,
0: I mean, still, I think they'll be okay at running back. Nine and a half yards a rush, <laughs> you know. I get it. It was only three hundred yards, but still, I mean, when he got in, four touchdowns, nine point five yards at rush. Yeah, and,
1: and he ran for over a hundred um at NC State in the last game of the season against a pretty good NC State defense when he was getting the majority of the touches that game. So, uh, yeah, I think they'll be okay at running back. No worries there.
0: So then comes the receiving core, which I think might be you know i think you could put this receiving core up with any in the ACC as the best uh Josh Downs is back they got uh Justin Olson back uh, Antoine Green and JJ Jones i really think this receiving unit will be nice
1: it's it all starts with downs downs is one not only do you see the best receiver in the ACC it's one of the best receivers in the country so uh, then you put some other guys around him yeah very good wide receiver group i agree
0: and they're breaking in a new tight end, but I do think he's really talented. Keep an eye out on Kamari Morales. I think he's going to be the guy. I'm telling you, I think he's talented. Uh, just one of five back on the offensive line. Normally, you circle that and you say, "Okay, this team's going to have a real step back." I just think Longo's too good at offense, and while well, i key keying on the transfer portal, but also the way they've been recruiting, um, some of those guys, I, if anything. He kind of was using uh uh the previous w- I'm drawing a blank on the coach's name, uh pri- prior to him was it Fedora? So yeah, Fedora? oh yeah, uh, For, yeah, for those first the couple yeah. years, no, for those first couple years, right. I think now you got Mac Brown's offensive linemen that are in place to step up. That were high recruits, but most of them better recruits than almost everyone in the ACC. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they do return left tackle Asim Richards. And I, I think the portal also brought them a couple of pieces. Um, well, the line was not very good a season ago. Sam
1: Howell took a beating. He was running for his life. So, on one hand, I, yeah, you never like to see one out of four returning. But those guys that left, they weren't playing that good last year. One of the reasons why everybody was so high on UNC a year ago, granted, Sam Howell was a big reason, but also I think they returned all five offensive linemen. Usually that's good. Wasn't the case last year. The offensive line definitely underachieved, underperformed. Uh, so yeah, look, I don't think they're gonna be any worse than last year. Get some new guys in there from the portal, maybe they'll be improved too.
0: I mean, they were still the 10th best offense in America. So I, I think their bigger problem, Jay Bateman's no longer the DC, he's a linebacker coach of Florida. They went out and and Mac Brown, classic page out of his book. Hey, what did I do to win a national championship at Texas? Oh, I had Gene Chizik as a defensive coordinator, right? Uh Gene Chizik also won a national championship as a head coach at Auburn, right? And uh so I, I I love the the hire of going out and getting Gene Chizik. Um I I really think, you know, say what you want about him as an analyst. I thought he was pretty lackluster as an analyst on on TV, but I thought the guy can <laughs> flat out coach defense, right? They were
1: the eleventh best defense in the ACC last year, and they really had to outscore opponents. So I would say that if the offense this year maybe not quite as good as last year, they do need that defense to step up. And uh, you might be right; they might have the coordinator to uh, to to have some um, uh, improvement there.
0: Well, look, he was at North Carolina from in 2015 and 2016, (laughs) so he's coming back to North Carolina. But at 2015 and 2016. He got the defense to like sixty third nationally. If you can do that with a top ten offense or top, even if it's a top thirty or a top forty offense, I think you'll be playing just much, much, much better. And I can tell you, this is what I do like: is on the defensive side of the ball. So at last year, they were one hundred fifth in scoring defense. They got to create more turnovers. Ninety seventh in rush defense, eighty fourth in pass defense, charting at ninety fourth overall. That's not good, but guess what? Nope. They have eight starters back and from a season ago, and that's not counting what they did in the transfer portal. They're going to be running the three, three, five, and they have their entire D line back led by sophomore Desmond Evans. Keep an eye out for this kid. Cause I think he's a beast. I like uh, the
1: two in the, the two interior, 300 pounders, uh, the tackles uh, Murphy and VO sick as well.
0: Yeah. I'm telling you, I think the D line will be solid linebacking core only one of three back, but I, I uh, keep an eye out on power Eccles power Eccles, a name that, that uh, in spring, I think really uh, caught the eye of some coaches there. And then four of back in four or five back in the secondary led by storm duck, who was one of the biggest recruits uh, at one cornerback names, yeah.
1: one of the best names in college uh, football. Also uh, Tony Grimes, the other cornerback, very nice as well,
0: and they're breaking in a new kicker. So that's always interesting if you're in a close game, but uh, they normally keep a decent kicker. I feel like uh, we're going to talk transfer portal though. We're gonna talk, uh, you know, projections on what Las Vegas expects. Uh, subscribe on YouTube, by the way. We are live on YouTube doing this. Subscribe to the College Football Experience and the College Basketball Experience on YouTube. Um, but yeah, we're gonna talk uh, that. We're gonna talk Vegas expectations, our own expectations. We're gonna go game by game on the schedule. Talking Tar Heel football, but first. I got to get us paid. I want to tell you that the college football experience, North Carolina Tar Heels, 2022 season preview episode on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by win bet, bet $50 at win bet and get $200 in free bets, bet big, win bigger with win bet. Head over to sports gambling, podcast.com slash win bet. That's sports gambling, com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bets today. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. IP Vanish is the official VPN of SGPN, and they're offering 70% off if you go to slash SGP. That's slash SGP. We're also brought to you by SGPN Discord. Yes, make sure to check out our new Discord server. It's the perfect place to interact and sweat out bets with us. Uh, the entire SGPN crew's in there, so just go to slash Discord. We're also brought to you by Dave. Yeah. I mean, look, we've all been in a spot where we've needed some cash on the fly. I mean, maybe you're going over to, maybe you're on a trip abroad in Europe and you're just spending at a, at a crazy rate. You've been drunk for a week and all of a sudden you realize that, uh, that you, you need uh you so some more cash or whatever. Maybe you're in Vegas. I have no idea. Maybe your car broke down and you need a whatever the situation life, maybe a, uh, you know, uh girlfriend birthday, all of a sudden shit, she wants to go to this restaurant, more money, right? <laughs> well, that's, that's why Dave is fantastic. Dave is the banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. There's I'm, I'm, and what's great is there's no interest. There's no credit check needed. Uh, I mean, you can literally tackle those expenses that have been stressing you out without any hangups. Um, download the Dave app from the app store right now. That's D A V E sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly for terms and conditions. Go to dave.com slash legal instant transfer fees, apply banking provided by Evolve, member of the FDIC. All right. We are back talking tar heel football and the transfer portal. Interesting. I, the question, you know, it's 2022. So we're going through uh, We always try, try to Sp- like, give a ranking for if they won or lost the portal. Yeah, I can't. T- I'm having a hard time talking. Um, and That's uh, yeah, That's that, that a is a problem on a talk show, right? Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, college football has been batshit crazy. So three years ago, we didn't do this. Now, now we have to grade the to. portal. You got um,
1: to. It's almost. Well, no, I was about to say it's almost more important than recruiting. Like. Out of high school, but no, that's not the case. But it's still it's important.
0: Yeah, a little bit of both. A little bit of I mean, obviously, like Joe Burrow uh, for LSU landing him in the portal. Yeah, was the and reason it why they won a championship. On the, yeah. It
1: depends on the program too. Some programs you know gravitate more towards the portal. Some don't. UNC it appears to be one that is uh, going to be very active in the old transfer portal.
0: Well, they went out and they brought in uh, defensive lineman Jacoby Cowan from Ohio State, cornerback Lejeune, uh. Cavalos uh, from Ohio state as well. So a couple Buckeyes coming in. They also, uh, now they did lose some production, but they also got, I I think this one's huge. Noah Taylor, a linebacker for Virginia is one of the Virginia's best defensive players the past couple of years. He is going to be from UVA to UNC. What are you doing, man? Evil. I mean, I have something for that because that is just what the hell is that? I mean, that's an, <laughs> the the oldest rivalry in the South. What is happening? What is happening? Uh, but either way, I think he's going to really help that defense. Cause linebacker was the one spot where you kind of said, huh? But yeah. you add him to the mix. A guy who's very experienced in the ACC. They also offensive line problems. Corey Gaynor coming in from the Miami hurricanes. Once again, coastal to coastal, right? ACC transfers. Um. I think the Ohio State guys will probably make a difference, and then uh, even uh, they they went out and got an Ivy League offensive tackle uh, in a in, uh, Spencer Rowland. Man, I mean, so they kind of addressed the offensive line. Uh, they addressed the linebacking core, perhaps in the defensive line and secondary with the Ohio State guys. They did lose some kicker uh, Tijen Linderink to Liberty running back four-star Camaro Edmonds to East Carolina. <laughs> there we go. Uh, safety Cameron Roseman Sinclair's in the portal. Athlete Alex Nobles is in the portal. Uh, they also lost linebacker Travion Stevenson. Uh, he went to uh, Norfolk state wide receiver. Steven Gosnell went to Virginia tech cornerback. Trey Morrison went to Oklahoma linebacker. Tyron Hopper went to Missouri. Uh, they also lost linebacker Eugene Asante to Auburn, wide receiver Bo Corrales to SMU. He was a pretty good player for them. Um, a Couple years
1: ago, yeah, I think he missed all last year with an injury.
0: Yeah, yeah. They also lost uh, Christian Varner to Georgia Southern, Emory Simmons to Indiana, Josh Henderson to Indiana as well, another running back for them. Uh, and uh, Co- Coffee uh, Coffee Brown, that that was a guy I thought was going to be pretty solid. He ended up going to South Florida. I think he's the little brother of dynamic Brown. Interesting. And then uh, also defensive lineman, Clyde Pinder to South Florida overall, they did lose a lot. And one thing
1: I like to look at too, is like, where are they transferring to? If if they're transferring to, you know, like a couple guys went to like Albany or Norfolk state. Well, those guys weren't playing, but they actually have a lot of guys that are transferring to big schools like Auburn or Missouri, Oklahoma, or Oklahoma yeah. Virginia you tech. Know. Yeah. So some of these guys got playing time, you know, it's definitely it's, it's depth, it's talent. But I, I also think that those guys also saw the recruiting class that Mac Brown's bringing in. Yeah. And uh, they, they, they knew that, you know, they might be, you know, playing for minutes, trying to, trying to find minutes. So maybe that, you know, was their decision. I think overall, a lot of faces coming and going, but I kind of like the pieces they brought in.
0: Yeah. And so I would say slight win now recruiting wise, they're actually short of Clemson them in Miami really would be the, the, I think right now based on this season, North Carolina would be the second most talented team from a recruiting standpoint.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, if you look at 24, seven sports in 2022 recruiting in the ACC, UNC is number one. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and we can just quickly do the Mac Brown years there. If you go to 2021, you're talking about, uh, UNC, who was the number three team behind Clemson and Miami. Uh, and then, uh, the 2020 season, UNC was, uh, number two with Clemson number one and Miami number three. So there you go. Every year, top three, Clemson, UNC, Miami, depending on the year, depends on who's top, you know, who's second, who's third, but, Very good recruiting, definitely.
0: So, so if you're watching on YouTube, you see the sweet ass graphic behind me here. Shout out to the SGPN graphics team, but we got the win total up there. Seven and a half wins is what Las Vegas is expecting from the Tar Heels in uh, 2022. Now the juice is minus 135 on the under, plus 115 on the over. Blindly, Nick, would you say that's a little too high? Well, I I think I think it's it's it's
1: placed at a good
0: spot, but I'm thinking under,
1: I'm thinking they only won six regular season games last year, and we have a question mark at the quarterback position and a question mark at the offensive line position. Let's not forget UNC brings back, uh, what 63% of their overall production, which is 49th in the country on offense. 114th, only 49% of the offensive production. So, uh, yeah, defense, a lot of people coming back, a little bit better on defense, 26th best in the country. Uh, but they but those guys weren't playing very well a year ago, so they need the defense to step up. What, I'm gonna say looking at it without the schedule, I would say
0: seven and a half might be tough to get to. Well, look, I came in thinking I was liking the over. I was surprised at the number. I thought it would be more at six and a half, seven. Yeah. But I I, I come in, I came into this thinking, oh, this is a rebound year, but then you pull up the schedule. And you see, they have three sets of back-to-back away games, three, and they can't blame the
1: ACC completely because the first back-to-back road games is against two Sunbelt teams. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. I mean, give UNC a lot of credit for scheduling those teams and be and the willingness to go on the road to app
0: state to at Georgia state, but to, it's to, a tough little schedule to give the folks an idea the university of Oklahoma over the past 10 years have played one back-to-back away game. LSU <laughs> in 10 years has played three back-to-back away games, uh, three sets of them, Georgia in the past 10 years, three sets of back-to-back away games, Clemson only five, only five in 10 years. And you're doing three in one season. Let's hop into it Uh week zero. They do have a little bit of an advantage here. Week 0, the Florida A&M Rattlers come into Keenan Memorial Stadium. Want to know, right? Of course. Well, week 2, they head up to Kid Brewer Stadium in Ooh, Boone, North Carolina. Wait for this game. Dude, this sold game, out already. This game is on at the same time as NC State hosting I'm sorry. uh, East Carolina hosting NC state, the Carolinas to kick off the season. Whoa. Whoa. Um, Love it. (sighs) eh, How about this? I think they lose at app. What do you on there? I think they agree. The very next week they had the center park stadium in Atlanta where Terry Pendleton used to hit dingers. Right. (laughs) Uh, And I got them since they lost to app. I think they win this one. I think they're yeah, going to go I mean, two and one in the first three, uh, three games.
1: They whipped Georgia state last year, uh, what, 59 to 17 or something like that. I don't have it in front of me, but, um, those are two tough road trips. Uh, you know, last time app and UNC played was in chapel hill a couple of years ago App state won that game. I'm going to give that to the mountaineers as well, but they do rebound and knock off Georgia state on the road, two and one. I agree. They get a bye week, which I think is early, great... early bye week. I think it's a smart bye week, though, because I mean, it's timing wise, uh, the next opponent nice, but usually you like to have that bye week a little bit later in
0: the well, season. No, they have kinda, another you know, one. Get... They have another one on October 22nd because they play the week zero game. That's a good point. Yeah. So uh, I actually kind of like them as a live dog. Against Notre Dame, who lost a lot. Now Notre Dame's recruiting is. Uh, 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 jo- uh, what am I thinking of? What Freeman? Marcus Freeman. Marcus I Freeman. said Josh Freeman, the quarterback of Kansas State. <laughs> he he's uh, he's recruiting his ass off. However, they got to play Cal that that week. Uh, then they got to hit the road to to, to Chapel Hill. I kind of like North Carolina as a live dog, mm. being this battle tested thus far, in at home against Notre Dame.
1: I just know the last couple of times they've played Notre Dame has been the far more physical team. And I don't think that's going to change this quickly for Mac Brown. I think the physicality is still on the side of the fire, the fighting Irish. I'm, those games haven't even been that close. I'm going to go uh, Notre Dame.
0: How about this? Between Notre Dame and Virginia tech, I got them winning one of those. That's fair.
1: Cause I do think they could, they turn around and they beat the Hokies uh, the next game. So I have them at three and two.
0: I have been a three and two as well. Then they traveled to Miami, Florida, and I, I if you go listen to our Miami preview. This was one of my hardest games to forecast because yeah. I my first off North Carolina's had Miami's number lately. They have. They are just as talented, if not more talented. Um, this is a, a a interesting interesting spot. Um, Miami does have a bye week the week the week before, and I think I let I, I leaned Miami because of that. But this is a true 50, 50 game to me. And I think it's essential uh, for, for the over betters here. If you can grab this dub.
1: Yeah, I think it's key. I I think if they win this and I think an over probably looking pretty, but uh, I'm going to lean Miami here. You mentioned the bye week you, I, you know, just the quarterback play crystal ball, doing things with that offensive line, getting that to improve this. This is a very interesting game. It should be a lot of points scored should be a fun one, but on the road, I'm going to lean Miami, which uh, puts my record at uh what? Three and two, no three and three and three actually 500 yeah. right now.
0: Yeah. And look, I, I got them. I, if you listen to Miami, when I said it's a toss up game, but give me Miami. So I'll give that as a loss. So then I have them at three and three, but then they're at Duke Wallace Wade stadium. The rivalry continues. Um Mike Elko
1: is going to shock the world. The second of the back-to-back, the Duke Blue Devils at home. (laughs) No, I'm I'm joking. I'm joking. They're not there yet. Uh, UNC wins this one, gets back above 500.
0: Yes, they're four and three. They get a bye week, and then they host Pitt. Upset special. Look, I almost pulled the plug on Notre Dame. I almost pulled the plug on Miami. I didn't. On those being the upset, this is the upset. They should have beat them last year. (laughs) They beat them in Keenan Memorial. That's my upset for the Tar Heels this year.
1: We're locked up so far. I agree. I don't know how much of an upset it's going to be. We'll have to see how Pitt's looking so far. But uh, yeah, so this time it's UNC coming off the bye, getting the Panthers at home. I like for them to grab this one. I agree. So I got them five and three. I think I'm right there with you.
0: Then they're at Scott Stadium taking on Brennan Armstrong. Bring the fireworks. Uh, I I think they're better in Virginia.
1: I agree. They get this one too. Uh, I don't know what to expect from, from, from Virginia. I mean, I, they do have Brennan Armstrong, but that's might, that might be it. So, well, uh, I think you UNC, they've, they've done pretty well against the Wahoos. I think they can win this one too. All right. So that puts us at what? Six and three,
0: six and three, yeah, and the remaining three at Wake Forest. These games have been bananas. (laughs) Good list. Make sure to listen to our DFS show because I made a lot of money in this game. Yes, a couple years Uh, ago, right? Yes, yes, this was a fantastic game when it was back. I mean, the past two years have been just batshit crazy. I lean Wake. But man, this is—I—I I don't feel comfortable with it. I think North Carolina. Well, so far
1: we have UNC winning every of the second of back-to-back road trips. This is the one where they drop it. They lose to Wake. It's going to be a crazy game. It's going to be high-scoring. Wake Forest pulls it out at home. Some Sam Hartman uh, magic. You know, last year was Hal for Heisman. This year, how about Hartman for Heisman? That's true. Uh, give me the Demon Deacons here. And that is 59,
0: 64. 56 double overtime wake forest <laughs> wins. I guess um, then they're home to Georgia tech.
1: They exact revenge from last year,
0: beat the yellow jackets. And then they're home to NC state. I think I'm, I'm on the over on this team. I think I'm they're going to the under actually, They actually they've been losers
1: of three of the last four games at home to the wolf pack. Uh, I, this is it, man. This is your over under. This is the rivalry.
0: Uh, I'm gonna go Wolfpack, actually. I, Seven and five. I'm on the under. I like the over, and I I actually think even when you pull up their loseable, like I get it. That's crazy to have three sets of back to back away games, but at least they get that like the, these two bye weeks in there. So it's kind of like three chunks of a season. And look, um, I mean, we we had one of the losses
1: at App State. I, I mean, UNC's favorite in that game. Or, I, actually, I, I haven't seen a line yet, but. I think they will be favored uh, by a field goal or four points or something. Um, they could, they could beat the Tucson belt teams. I mean, that's not crazy, right? So I don't even looking, see
0: a, a flat out for sure loss on the schedule. Now, no, obviously I agree. Yeah. I mean, like, the
1: best team that play is probably Notre Dame. They miss Clemson uh, or I guess you could say NC state, the best two in Miami. The, those are the three best teams, right? Notre Dame, Miami and NC state. If, and, and I had them losing all three. So just win one of them
0: Win one of them and you probably have an over, I kind of, I know it sounds crazy with three sets of back-to-back away games, but I kind of like the schedule the way that they like, okay, that was crazy to do the Sunbelt thing. If you can survive that, yeah. Getting Duke on the second end of a back-to-back and then wake forest who Klaus is doing an unbelievable job, but they're more talented than wake forest. I kind of like this schedule they just got to survive the first, the, the, the app state Georgia state games. Cause then I think they're actually a live dog against Notre Dame. I think they're more talented than, than every other team minus Miami. I think yeah, they're more I, talented I say, than NC
1: state. I would say there's lots of paths to an over and and here's your main two paths. Like I said, win one of those big three games, which two of them are at home, Notre Dame at home, NC state at home on the road at Miami or beat both sunbelt teams. You know, and then yeah. I think you have some pass to an over, but with all that said, there they just lost too much. I'm not sure who the quarterback is. I'm not sure how the quarterback's going to play, and I'm still has I still have concerns over the offensive line,
0: and that's enough for me to go under. I like what they did defensively, hiring Gene Chiswick. I think that'll be. I think uh, Phil Longo will have this offense rolling. I like the over, and I actually like their value as a potential potential winner of the ACC hey it's a coastal man <laughs> I mean why not I'm Anybody try, can win it I'm trying to get us odds right now on on the uh on on to win the conference right now um not the division I'm talking about okay I'm talking about to win the conference because imagine a scenario where NC State or Wake Forest is in the ACC championship and it's not Clemson even if it yeah. is Clemson does Clemson have enough offense to stay with the Phil Longo offense um mm. uh North Carolina at plus fifteen hundred to win the ACC. Do you have odds to win the Coastal? uh yes, what I do. That, to win the that? Coastal, it is plus four hundred.
1: Okay, so that probably, obviously, Miami's a favorite to win the Coastal. Pitt is second,
0: so it goes. They're projecting Miami, Pitt, then North Carolina, then Virginia, then Virginia Tech, then uh, Georgia Tech, then Duke. What's the odds on Miami? Plus one
1: sixty, that's not that's not good enough in the coastal man. Anything can happen in the coastal. I like that plus four hundred.
0: Me too. Me too. I like it, folks. Hop on in. Subscribe to the College Football Experience. I'm on the over. He's on the under, folks. If you can get over to iTunes, give us a five star review. We'd certainly appreciate it. If you do that, take a screenshot, show us that uh, that five star review, uh, and. on, on Twitter at the Colby D I, I, that's my personal account. or you can do it from the college football experience on Twitter at TCE on SGPN, NC Knicks on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one. We are the college football experience. Subscribe, tell a friend. Also remember, subscribe to the college basketball experience. Cause we're doing some, some season stuff right now, and it's going to heat up in a couple weeks. So we talk college basketball year round over there. We taught college football year round over here. And also I host the college baseball experience with Noah Beane. UNC keeps a decent baseball team back to the days of Walt Weiss, uh, we've checked out the stadium. Remember that we have, we have nice and, and the football stadium. Yeah. So uh, uh, yeah, I think you'll dig all of those. And also the sports gambling podcast, check them out. We just had Pat McAfee on the show, Mike Leach on the show. Um, and uh, yeah, just want to make sure you did check out, they're already doing NFL stuff. Carolina Panthers, they just did their preview. Um check that out. I think the the, the Redskins are coming at some points. Check out those uh, or any other teams you like. Jacksonville Jaguars, Atlanta Falcons. I don't know what team you root for over there in Carolina. All right. Uh How about the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, there you go. Sam Darnold and, and uh Baker Mayfield. All right. And uh PJ Walker. They got a nice little quarterback situation going on there. Didn't they draft one too? I feel like they might have drafted uh, one. I feel like they might okay Okay. But anyway, check it got. I think they drafted Matt Corral. Didn't they I think they did? I, you know I think you're right. Yeah. So they got, they got just a stable. I, who knows who's starting over there, but check out the sports gambling podcast for that Carolina Panther preview uh, folks subscribe to the college football experience. Check out the discord channel. It's always fun to talk stuff. We're, we're, no matter the sport we're in there, it could be fucking sumo wrestling in, in Bangkok. And I'm sure we got you covered. Check it out. All right, folks, this is is the college football experience, North Carolina tar heel style. You better start thinking about yours and we outta here.